Welcome to Founders Without Spin with Joby Ingram Dodd. Welcome to Founders Without Spin. My name's Joby and I'm your host. And I'm super excited to have Juno here from Presence. How are you doing today, Juno? Great. <laughs> Fantastic. But what I normally like to do to start with is get like the elevator pitch of presence and what you're doing there and what you're trying to achieve. Yeah. So we're working on a voice first collaboration tool for remote teams. And the problem we're tackling is the space between texting and getting on video calls. So texting back and forth takes a lot of time and there's a lot of lack of nuance, misunderstanding, etc. And then to hop on a video call, you need to schedule it. And there's a lot of back and forth there. And even when you get on a video call, there's Zoom fatigue and potentially overload of these video calls, meeting fatigue. So we're solving that through a quick, spontaneous voice first tool. Okay, cool. And how does, so how does that kind of interface, does, is it a uh, standalone app or does it plug into to your uh, existing tools? Yeah, so right now we're focused on a desktop application for Mac and Windows. And then we have integration with Slack and then upcoming integration with other tools that people already use, like Google uh, Calendar and things like that. Yeah, mobile apps, obviously, also down the road as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And obviously, the global pandemic has meant that we're all homes most of the time these days. And as that is that what kind of triggered your idea or was it we were already doing something and then the pandemic has helped? Uh, yeah, we started playing with this idea of actually before the pandemic in uh, late 2020, and then had put up a landing page and then found out that we weren't the only ones with this problem around remote teamwork, working closer together, uh, building rapport, and be able to uh, collaborate very quickly and efficiently. And yeah, like we had hundreds of people sign up through just a simple landing page with an email form. And then from there, we started really digging into it in early 2021. And the pandemic happened, and then I think it helped us in, in addition to the market opening with a lot of different tools and uh, services that are also tackling similar problems. Yeah. And how, so obviously the pandemic seems to have, have helped and, and presumably your kind of your core team are remote and kind of, and use it day to day. But what, like, where is the, what makes, what, what makes voice so much more or better than the kind of why is it better voice is most natural interface in terms of communication to start and yes like you can add voice to any software actually just like you can add text chat to any tool but we think it's different when you take a kind of voice first voice native approach versus video first or video native approach uh, or text first and it's a different medium altogether that allows you to have a lot more emotional connection while being something that's super easy uh, and you don't have to think a lot about like how you want to communicate, et cetera. So it's a lot more natural. And of course there's uses for video and there's uses for text can be a lot more thoughtful where you can edit down stuff and video can be a lot even more richer in terms of connecting with body language, gestures and things like that. And so voice compared to video provides a lot more privacy, lack of barrier to get on a video call. Um, and then compared to text, it's a lot faster than typing, five times plus faster than typing and a lot more richer in terms of... Yeah, okay. And do you, have you had any kind of 
privacy. I guess we all wear headphones these days, but I I think the thing about an email or a WhatsApp or whatever, you can just read it and no one else knows what, you know, but if if you're, if you get a voice message come in and it plays out in across the whole office and said something, maybe not necessarily you want the whole office to hear, like have you, and like, has that been an issue or is it, are we just, people just sensible enough to wear headphones? It's a good question. And it's definitely, there's different contexts of working remotely, like you could be working at home in a room where you have privacy, or you maybe you're working out of the kitchen and you have family members that are, you know, constantly talking to you, or you're in an office or a co-working space. So there's different environments. And depending on that, you may or may not be wearing headphones. But so far, it's not something that we've encountered as an issue. But we see opportunities like with, there's a lot of obviously technology around voice in terms of AI and things like that. And we've had like ideas float around where what if you can filter out certain voices and only let your voice be heard or vice versa, only uh, let the background noise be present and no human voice. And so there's opportunities there in terms of being able to enable privacy in a more seamless way than having to deal with headphones and earphones. Yeah, yeah. And do you, that would be super cool if you could like, if the AI was smart enough to identify sensitive or sensitive voices or sensitive information and kind of filter that. Um, yeah, that would be awesome. And do you, at the moment, do you have AI in, in place for things like transcribing or that sort of stuff? Yeah, we're pretty early stage. We're not like deep learning engineer background. I have a UX UI background. And so we think we think the primary, our primary value and focus for user, for our users and customers is simplicity and ease of use. But certainly AI is something that we already have dug into since day one not on the R&D side, but just using existing technology. So we're using Google speech to text API for all the transcriptions, both live transcription and async, and it's working pretty well. And they're best in class in the market so far that we know of. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so how do you, so you, you mentioned you, you've got a UI background and that's clear in your website, which looks beautiful by the way, but like, okay. how do you come from, I presume you worked in a job doing UI previously or a little while ago. How do you go from that to launching your own company? Or have you always been an entrepreneur and it just happened? You spent a little time in the corporate world. Yes, yeah, so I've worked mainly in design studios and design consultancies, innovation consultancies uh, in New York and also here in Seoul, where I'm currently based. Yeah, so... You know, I've worked on everything from Korean music streaming app with 6 million plus uh, monthly active users and more like leading the team to redesign the UI UX for that to things like big corporate kind of uh, project as well. So I've always wanted to, but I've always done side projects at working at these bigger companies. I've always wanted to start a company on my own and then start on the adventure, on that adventure, I should say, maybe four years ago or something like that. And then, and recently before presence, I was working on a voice-based user feedback tool. And that's really when I started to get a little bit deeper into voice as a medium and how powerful it can be. Um, and then stumbled upon uh, presence because I've been working remotely out of Seoul for the last six years, working with teams all around the world. Yeah. Okay. And where do you think that kind of entrepreneurial, it sounds like even though you were in in jobs in you were actually in jobs which required a lot of entrepreneurial kind of drive and that sort of stuff and what, where do you think that's come from is do, were your parents entrepreneurs or or is that's one kind of thing <laughs> so my dad used to work for a big corporation samsung and then he left he left that company and started his own business 
now still running a small business, small medium-sized business selling electronic parts online. And so that was maybe, I don't know, 15 plus years ago, and he's still running that company. So I guess I've always, I don't know, been next to that. And then I just maybe seeped in that I've always wanted to start my own company. Yeah. 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 Cool. And so far, going back to present, so far, are you bootstrapped? Have you, have you managed to raise investment so far? Or? We raised, we got a little small amount of investment from 500 startups and some angel money last year. And so we're actually looking to raise soon, which is why I got interested in Seed Camp and got connected. Cool. Cool. And, and the world of venture and angel investment and that in South Korea, is, is that uh, thriving? Or is it South Korea has a reputation of a real uh, hotbed of technology, but is that matched by the funding options? Yeah, it's definitely thriving here. Although we're not particularly looking for investors and invest uh, VCs here in, Salt, in, in Korea. Although if one comes, if an opportunity comes, we will definitely... Wanted to want, want to engage mainly because the market in Korea is a fraction of like U.S. and other markets, and we're a U.S. corporation, so we'll be targeting U.S. customers and okay. investors as well. But the ecosystem here is great. There's a lot of great talent. And there's a lot of support from government and other sort of organizations to help startups. And so we'll try. We're also simultaneously uh, trying to take advantage of that as much as we can. Yeah, cool. And is it, so what's your team? Are you the uh, solo founder or do you have other co-founders with you? Yeah, so I'm CEO and you have a CTO and some one other engineer on the team currently. And they they all South Korea based or based around the world? Or? Currently they're, yeah, they're in South Korea. Um, and we, we are 100% remote, but we do sometimes uh, meet up maybe once in two weeks or once a month or something. Yeah. Um, just to hang out and talk about stuff because we are, we have the luxury of being physically close together. But in the future, maybe some of our teammates move to different countries or we hire different people from different regions. Yeah. So how do you find, so there's, there is with this new kind of world of remote working, which has been accelerated by COVID, there is a, like a debate happening, which is, can you start a company 100% remote and get a good culture? Or for example, Apple have said that they want everyone back in the office because it's important to their kind of cultural identity. How have you, how do you fall on that argument? Do you think there's a, it's difficult or harder to make a build a great culture when you're all remote or? It's, it's a great question. And that's actually part of the vision of why we're working on presence. It's to enable closer teamwork and deeper human connections. And part of that is, and if you do that well, then that is that becomes your culture and the way that your teammates behave and the way that they work together. It's definitely a huge, it's a big challenge and there's a lot of different facets, but our belief and mission is that we can solve some of these key aspects of culture through software. That's our point of view, but it's definitely, we haven't cracked it <laughs> through our <laughs> software. <laughs> and we see a lot of interesting companies in the space of, I've heard about team building game startups to like flat gaps that facilitate like feedback and things like that. There's definitely opportunities directly tackling it. We're tackling it through voice as a medium. And uh, I know you said you haven't sold it, but you've, you definitely have a, you have a small team all working remotely and, and you therefore must have some level of company culture is there any kind of advice or tips you'd give to other fat to help 
smooth that process? So one of the things that we from constantly been talking to different remote teams and under trying to understand deeper into their problems and also being self-observant of our own is that you, it, it can get transaction as much as asynchronous work and all that provides you the freedom and flexibility, but things can get very transactional between teammates. Can you get this done? Blah, blah, blah. blah. And when that snowballs and when, you know, you, you miss like some of the maybe not work-related chatter, more human-to-human kind of friendships or kinships and connections, then you, it feel like it's trust is something that you need to maintain and tend to over time. Like it can diminish no matter how great, you know, your relationship or culture is at the start. And as much as possible, like we do daily stand-ups and we ask each other our energy level and we talk even just a 30 seconds or a minute about like why we feel, I feel that I'm like a six today and not like a 10. And like, just briefly talk about our personal lives. And that helps a lot. There's companies that do Zoom happy hours and things like that. But so it may work for certain companies that way. But building in like small moments to be able to connect more personally is definitely something that we've heard a lot from different users and that we also practice as a ritual ourselves. Yeah, I suppose it there is it's trying to get that balance, isn't it? Between because I think sometimes you can have these I said Zoom happy hour or these things, with, but they can feel a little bit forced. And ah, uh, we've got to schedule and sit and pretend to be having fun yeah. or whatever. <laughs> uh, whereas, yeah, uh, yeah. Which, which you don't, which which when it's, I guess it happens sometimes as well when there's a company in person kind of uh, meeting or whatever. But it's. Yeah, I guess it's getting that balance, isn't it? To make it unforced, but still personal. Yeah, exactly. Like natural and almost happen by happenstance. Maybe you're in between a conversation or it happens in, in, in real office, like hallway, kitchen and things like that. And we've been interested in like, how do you enable this? Not, you can't recreate it in, in, in its entirety, but how do you make it easy and make it feel natural? For those conversations happen and that's something that we're uh, trying to figure out and how we can do that through software yeah uh, yeah it's difficult isn't it it's a, somehow a way of kind of just when you have a, an idea or you have something that you think your colleague might like just yeah normally you would meet them in the when you're making a coffee or something and you'd be like oh check this out i get that yeah retraining yourself to just yeah using presence or something just send a voice thing and saying hey check whatever like a friendly thing yeah, or, yeah. Well, it's it's a good it's a good observation that transactional nature like uh, my company is all uh remote as well and we now i think about it definitely most of my messages are can you sort this out can you do this can you yeah <laughs> can you get this done are you on this yeah Actually checking in uh yeah exactly exactly yeah. Where do you see the, the future of presence? What's the grand vision? If assuming like you, you always were able to raise all the funding you ever needed, where would, where's the, the big end goal? It's actually, it's what we've been talking about. It's teamwork and culture. And so you spend 40 hours plus work in your life. And so a lot of that is going to be, if you're working remotely, a lot of that is going to be maybe in front of some screen or in front of some interface between you and your team. And so if we can make that interface help teams to enjoy working together more, work together more effectively and efficiently and get a lot done together and have fun along the way, I think that will be the grand vision. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of different like Slack and different tools out there, but we think it's still early days. Text chat's been around for forever. Same thing with video conferencing and the interface and the way that you do it is still the same. 
And so you see there's a lot of opportunity to make it a lot more natural while still preserving some of the flexibility, freedom, and privacy that remote work requires. Or- yeah, Slack. I think Slack is, I don't really like Slack, to be honest, but it's it seems to be, it was probably the first or the first one that kind of went big. And now it's, you just you almost feel obliged to have some Slack channels in your company. It's, but I definitely think there is a, a growing upswell of people who would rather not use Slack, who'd rather use some other alternatives. So yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Okay, we're um, coming up to the end of our time, so I don't want to uh, take up too much more of your date. But before we go, I'd, I'd just like to get three recommendations from my uh, guests. So for a podcast, a book, and a TV show, it doesn't necessarily have to be business related, but something that's inspired you or motivated you or just is really cool and entertaining. Podcast, I've been listening to the 20 Minute BC and Indie Hackers podcast for last year to enjoy the different kind of amazing people that come on that show and talk about their different stories and struggles and successes. Yeah. So that's great. Book, recent one that I read is Warren Buffett, The Bible, I think it's called. It's just about investing and his philosophy. And it's, it's just a list of quotes, actually. You can read it in like a few hours about his quotes on and philosophy around investing. TV show, I haven't watched anything recently i recently watched a korean movie called which is like kind of an indie film of a family moving to the united states from korea and their story yeah that's all i have that comes to mind but there's a lot of probably other ones that i'm missing very good and how do we get hold of you where where can people find you online and follow what you and our website is presence dot and we're on twitter presence chat at, at presence chat yeah so you can try out our app and if anyone hears this let us know if it sucks there's a there's a free tier isn't there so it's so there's no barrier yeah. to get in there. yeah it's free up to five people so if you're especially a small team like small startup team we're happy to support you um yeah fantastic okay well thank you very much for your time today really appreciate it cool thank you so much Joby.